listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode and another Friday. Uh, This is actually March uh, when you are listening to this episode, which is absolutely crazy. And uh, we have another interview for you all today. So I'm going to get right into introducing. Her name is Shara, and she is an intuitive coach, but she's also an author, um, which is going to be super fun to talk about. So Shara, if you please can just say hello, uh, tell everyone who you are, more about your business, more about your book, and let's just dive into this conversation. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Great to be here. So yeah, I work as an intuitive coach. People are like, what does that mean? So I work as a psychic. I do actual psychic readings for people. And I do coach, I, you know, I have a whole coaching background with neuro-linguistic reprogramming. So I combine the two. And I mean, it's taken me a while to figure out my flow. And I do it very organically, where I have because I'm also an empath, and so I also have a background as a somatic therapist, meaning uh, I do a technique called Feldenkrais, and so I really am connected in the physical body realm, mm. and so I just kind of go in, and I can feel what a person needs. Well, I also ask them through conversation, what do you need? And then I have this secret sauce, a special ability to see precisely what is blocking a person, most of my clients are women, so mm-hmm. a woman from accessing what she wants in this world. And then, you know, through my healing, hippy-dippy, I could just actually remove it. But some of it, most of my work's really not hippy-dippy. It's more like just going straight into, um, some of it's conversational, mm-hmm. you know, and helping. It, it really has to be a combination of a person getting their own aha moments to remove the, their blocks but also because a lot of the people who come to me have had a whole lifetime of healing themselves, like a lifetime of if they're having something on the physical level, like physical and occupational therapy or on the mental, it's a whole lifetime of psychotherapy and transformational work. And then they find me and I'm like, cause I have this ability to remove what the normal conversation list can't see, mm. whether it's past lives, childhood, ancestral wounding, stuff like that. Wow. So my biggest inspiration for this book and the title of the book that I just released a couple days ago is called Unlocking the Body's Wisdoms, mm. Accessing Your Healing Powers from Within. And if you're okay with me sharing, yeah. So I used to my background is actually in the medical field. I used to work as a uh, physical therapist, occupational therapist, and I would actually help people like in outpatient settings to ease their pain, you know. So I came from a very mainstream background, very science-based, uh, you know, uh, you've got to be evidence-based for everything you do. And so I was helping people to ease their pain then, and then I had a significant transition about a decade ago where the transition really happened when I was on a soul search to find my own inner wisdom and my own personal happiness. And so that's when I started to, you know, get more into, I, I, I've been 25 years in the transformational transpersonal world, but the really deep work that I started mm-hmm. to do and the inspiration came from this book. And then I was working with people one-on-one and I was doing, uh, you know, they would come to me because of 
heartbreak or trying to find love or trying to find their life purpose. And usually there's a little ache or pain there. Sometimes, you know, I've worked with people with significant pain as well in my session. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people actually come to me just for pain. But as I was doing this energy healing and I was seeing the root cause, like maybe it's like it would go, I would go back to a, um, the root would usually be an unmet need Mm -hmm. or a time when they were emotionally hurt. Like their parents yelled at them or their parents made them play the violin when they Mm -hmm. really wanted to go out and play with themselves. Mm -hmm. And these traumas got lodged into their body. So through the work I was doing, I would remove the traumas and the emotional wounds and their pain would go away Mm -hmm. in the session, even though I wasn't even focusing on that. And so just like pain is like an adjunct to, well, you know, why it's there. It's, the emotional body then presents the pain. You heal the emotional body and the physical body stuff just goes away. Mm-hmm. Wow. I started to write, you know, these bindings down and I was like, this is freaking amazing. And so uh, over a you know, compilation of four to five years, I wrote this book. <laughs> wow. Four to five years. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So did you always think you were, I mean, not only intuitive coach, but did you always think you were also going to be an author? No, no. Okay. <laughs> never my thing in school, you know. I was more I was always on helping people and working with people one on one. Absolutely not. And um I'd say my writing got a lot better as I started writing. It was more so my clear audience on these messages that were traveling through me that just needed to come out. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote a previous book. It was called um a quick guide to easing pain in the workplace and beyond. I wrote that when I was still like about 10 years ago when I was still doing my occupational therapy and very, you know, if you're working office worker, how to ease pain. And so Mm. some of these ideas that I had as I was writing this book, I didn't want to combine any spiritual or woo into that book. That was straightforward, a very good book, very simple. You know, this is how you set up your computer. Um, But no, my transition really happened in the spiritual world where I started to see things beyond what you know you could uh, one one could believe predict things before they have ever happened and you know see the outcome that just the, the best likely outcome for people and to see precisely what was stuck and lodged in their body from ancestral wounds and mm-hmm. childhood so wow. yeah, that came to me more over the past few years yeah and that, that and that psychic ability is more like a muscle it's a muscle that grows just like you go to the mm-hmm. gym and you work out your triceps mm-hmm. Um, no, my whole journey was just the opposite. I was always like, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. I always grew up thinking, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. And I wanted someone to help me figure out the answers. So now I kind of, you know, 360 that. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. And, and it's actually, it's really cool for you to say that, that you also had to, you know, like work your muscles in a way, uh, to get to where you are today. Cause I think a lot of people, they see entrepreneurs or authors or um, inspiring people online and they just think like, oh, that was just like their whole life. Um, but right. it's not necessary. Like, like we yes. normally have this journey to get us to where we are today. Like you had yours. You know, I'm only doing this because my one of my old teachers, Nicole, used to, Nicole Dadon used to say, it's the wave that you cannot run. And when the wave, like the wave of the ocean is going that fast, you have to just actually float with the tide. Mm. So I was actually in a career that was quite satisfying right before, mm-hmm. which is different than a lot of people now, especially with the coronavirus, you know, nobody's really super happy in their career. <laughs> um, but this is just kind of like, to the degree I was helping people, I was like, oh my God, there's so many more people I need to help. So, mm. you know, more than money drive or anything, I'm like, yeah. okay. I just got to get out there. 
Wow. So you, so you really, it really came down to just like trusting that inner, like that gut feeling of I need to do more. I was getting, well, first the results happened with me, like Mm. just briefly on my story. I, uh, okay. And also, then this is the way I end the book that it's your greatest hardships and the most limiting beliefs that you feel in your life, like the sticking points, those are there to teach you a lesson that you must overcome in order to step into your fullest life purpose. So the end of my book is about life purpose. I'm a life mm-hmm. purpose coach. Mm-hmm. So I look at where the person has been, and what the soul's like purpose for being in these, you know, difficult situations of being left out or whatever it is, isolated, um, you know, for what? And that's basically where I'm like, okay, this is where I need to be right now. But um, I had, so my big transition happened about seven years ago where I, uh, I just always compared myself and never felt good enough. And mm-hmm. so through the work, I managed to change all those thoughts about myself around. And then I also, you know, they all say that you have one pillar that's off, whether it's health, money, job, career, love. So my, my pillar was love. I was never able to fall. I, I, I hadn't fallen in love for the first time until I was 40. Mm. Okay. So I didn't even, I didn't even believe that I would ever, I, I just thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I did so much work around that. And I, uh, I ended up meeting my husband at the age of 44. We had a baby at the age of 47. So she's two years old now. Oh. So, and I just like, this is the power of the work. I was able to manifest the life I want. And I was like, holy shit, if I could do that for myself, how many other people could I help do that? And so, you know, that's the momentum that just started happening. Oh my goodness. Yes. And, and also just like being patient with the process, right? Like you didn't rush to find love just because you were lacking it. It through your work and through like even understanding yourself more, um, you just let it happen when it was supposed to be happening, uh, which yeah, is incredible. Well, I think I'm going to just answer one of your questions that might be coming my way, which is my advice. Yes. Advice yeah. Go for is, it. Is to be in full acceptance with your current state because mm. one of the main factors that helped me to come into love was to accept the fact that I may never be in a partnership. Mm-hmm. And I may always be, and by the age of 44, of course, I was like, I'm never going to have a child, obviously. You know, I was like, I, I had come into acceptance of that. And, you know, and just accept, also I had to accept all the parts of myself I really didn't like, mm. you know, all the parts of myself that I tried to hide in relationship. And then when I was able to do that, I was actually able to be my full true self in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I met my partner, my husband now, it was the first one that I was actually hundred percent myself. Mm. That's what made it work. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had learned these things and had this level of confidence and owning seniority inside myself before meeting my husband, then I could have possibly fallen in love earlier. Mm-hmm. So the piece of advice is to accept yourself exactly. You don't have to love everything about yourself. You know, that's taking it too far, but um, acceptance of the current moment. So Mm -hmm. another example of that is, you know, in my book, I wrote around about a lot of diseases and diagnoses and physical ailments. You might have these awful conditions and to the degree you're able to accept it as opposed to fighting it is the degree that you'll be in flow with the universe, the way the, you know, the current vibration of the planet. And it's possible to then change it through that. But it's very difficult to change your situation when you're fighting with inside of it. Right. Whew, that is so powerful. Wow. That is, yeah, that is so true. Um, I, I think in, uh, in, in any aspect of life, it's, you know, if you want to reach success in 
all those areas. So health, love, relationships, family, uh, finances, business, the whole thing. It really comes down to your mindset and your, and your appreciation of yourself first. And then mm-hmm. with that, knowing everything else will fall in place. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of having desires and having wants. We all do. Yeah. We, we think of the carrots over there, whether the carrots, uh, you know, I used to feel that my, all I need is to find a love partnership and then I get settled and then like I got the carrot. Um, but life is ever changing and we're always wanting more and there's always going to be struggle. So mm-hmm. even though, you know, I told you about my manifestation journey, there's still struggle. Mm-hmm. The, the, the key thing is, is you become a more evolved spiritual being. It's finding your center place easier. You know, I used to think of like weeble wobbles. If you know what like weeble wobbles are, your universe will throw you hits and you mm-hmm. will follow, fall over. It's just a matter of regaining your center pole, your center line. And right now in the coronavirus, I don't know if you, it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or single, this is an isolating experience, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I, I'm guessing most people who live with their partners are trying to keep more like separate, you know, yeah. space. Apart. <laughs> yeah. So this is a perfect time to look at your stuff, your patterns that are reoccurring in your life and to step into a whole different angle or, you know, look at them or it's a perfect time to join groups that are on self evolution, you know, it's, yeah. Speaking of that, I, I do have some group coaching programs that help people to break through mm-hmm. the, the boundaries, break through their limitations and step mm-hmm. into this. But my point is, is this is a perfect time of self-reflection Absolutely. and to step into something bigger with inside Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think, I feel like people are starting to realize that more and more because, well, they're almost like forced into realizing this. But yes. I 100% agree because if you keep worrying and stressing yourself out uh, all in regards to the isolation that you may be in, um, instead of just looking at like the bigger picture and seeing you know what else is available, yes. what else is out there, what other options or yes. opportunities do I have? Um, yes. And I think opportunities, I mean, I was just talking to someone about this earlier this morning and they, they come knocking on your door all the time because... Your universe is throwing you different opportunities left and right. And it's really yeah. up to you, though, to get out of that like mindset funk and realize some things are right in front of your face, like amazing things are right in front of your face. But you've got to get out of this funk in order to make that realization. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's so crazy. Well, I'm excited for everyone to read your book, including myself. Um, but I do also have to know because I'm very, yeah. uh, intrigued with your response to this. So the whole point of, uh, this podcast with the word ambitious AF, um, was mainly because if you Google it, uh, ambitious people seem to be like greedy and just working their life away. Um, and I'm trying to kind of reinvent the wheel to, you know, just explain what ambition means, uh, Mm. when I talk to other ambitious women. Uh, so what in your mind, uh, how do you define ambition or what does being ambitious mean? Well, when I think of ambition, I think like the unstoppable, a powerhouse that whatever the universe throws at you, we're not going to let those hurdles stop us. Mm. And so we see the goal, the target, and we're like, uh, just going towards that no matter what. And that's, what's going on for me. Also with ambition comes this energy, this like light creative force that stems from your second chakra actually. And it stems Mm. out through your fingers. So fingers are creation. 
this is awesome. I, I describe this in my, my, my book that feet are walking your path forward. So if you have a foot injury, you're going to be stuck and walking your path forward. So if you're mm. wondering why you're having a foot injury or a sprained ankle could have something to do with that. Wow. But hands right now are like you, if you're, if your hands aren't working, you're not doing what you are here to do in the world. Mm. So it's important. I use some visuals to just get the light moving out into the world. Wow. So actually speaking of ambition, um, along with ambition doesn't just mean moving and doing, it also mm -hmm. means reflection and sitting. So mm. This book did take me four years to write, but really, once the coronavirus hit, I was, I thought it would just take a couple months to do it, but I literally was spending 40 hours a week. Mind you, I have a two-year-old child too, mm. 40 hours a week for about five months finishing the writing of it. Wow. That's how long it took me because it wasn't just write, write, write. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm a pretty fast writer, but I had to do some deep reflection. I had to do a lot of mm -hmm. energy readings to see. In my book, I outlined about 140 diagnoses, the root causes, and holistic solutions. Wow. COVID being one of them. So that was the last thing I just added in. Oh, so, that <laughs> so is... if you want to know what the underlying meaning of COVID is, and you have to buy the book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. That is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely love that. And um, so one more question. Uh, before sure. we start wrapping up, um, and it okay. wasn't it wasn't in, in like the emails or anything, but I'm just thinking of this. Um, so, so being able to get to where you are now, um, like full mind, body, and soul connection. What is that thing? Because I know everyone still has a thing that gets them up like ready to do the day. Like for you, like making sure your book is finished. It took you so long, but like realizing like, I've got to get this done. So like, I what is that for you? I was through the night sometimes. Yeah, that is what it is. It's like, I got work to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my mission is only just starting right now. You know, mm. I see, I have big ambitions for what lies ahead of me. And also, of course, I get up like at 7 a.m. every morning with my little two-year-old, mm -hmm. so... Oh. I, I, I'm always awoken to it with a smile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's like the cutest little feeling ever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Do you, do you have any other last minute remarks, um, before we tell everyone where they can find you, where they can buy the book, uh, where they can connect with you further? Yeah. I feel like there's like this line right now, like, <laughs> Maybe the spring solstice may be symbolic of crossing that line on people's potential and boredom and stuck energy. So I really want to encourage people to like move through that stuck energy mm -hmm. and step more first, figure out what they're here to be doing on this planet. There's lots of clues. I could, the book helps you and I could help you figure out what the clues are. But then once it's already like, once it's kind of written out for you in the books, your blueprint is already written, then don't be afraid to mm -hmm. step into it fully. And also don't be afraid to ask for support to work with someone that actually could really help you to get there mm -hmm. because life really is too short. Mm. Yes, it is very, very short. I 1000% agree. <laughs> uh -huh. Awesome. Well then tell everyone uh, where they can connect with you more, uh, where they can buy the book, the yep. whole shebang. All right. So the book title once again is unlocking the body's wisdom, accessing your healing powers from within. I have a book and a separate workbook because mm -hmm. there was just too much to put all into the book. Mm -hmm. That's for sale on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Nobles, you could get a hard, a hard copy print. Anyways, um, my website is sharaogan.com. That's S H A R A O G 
I-N.com. And actually, as a free gift on my website right now, I have a 30-page excerpt, a 32-page mm. excerpt of the book that you could download to see if you like it. It's, it's really great. Oh, so. I love that. Oh. And also, I offer free consultations. So feel free to reach out to me with any, any support you might need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, everyone listening, please go check her out. Go check her book out. Um, it, it sounds absolutely amazing. I can't wait to dive in it myself. I'm a huge reader and, um, I just feel like there's such a power behind good books. Um, you literally can go from blah to amazing, you know, with the right book. Uh, so I'm excited to dive into yours and, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all the words and wisdom and inspiration for our listeners. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. Oh, and everyone, I will talk to you next week. I hope you loved this episode. And uh, if so, please go uh, find Shara online. Tell her you loved it. Um, and I'll talk to everyone next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.